Uh, uh, boss, it's official. Godzilla's cute as hell. This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. remember the big moments in the movies we see. The big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Today's episode is Godzilla Minus One. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to latest movie Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata, and I'm your gracious host, alongside me, the bespectacled, betastical, bejeweled, luminous, and absolutely Puzzle Street Fighter Justin Whitehead. What's going on? <laughs> Puzzle Street Fighter. Nothing much, Nick. I did watch a movie today. In the theater or at home? At home on the Shutter app. Oh, you watched that horror movie? Influencer. Have you heard of it? It sounds like the worst thing that could possibly exist. It's a bad title, I will give you that, and it is certainly about an influencer or at least around surrounding influ- uh, you know, Instagram influencers, whatever. It's a good movie. It's kind of like a Ripley-type movie where this this girl befriends this influencer that's, that's vacationing, and then she abandons her <laughs> on an island, and then it kind of follows the Ripley character, and her or trying to cover he, up her tracks and like you know she makes where, where, yeah go ahead where did the xenomorphs come in <laughs> talk about tom ripley bro oh i'm sorry i'm sorry but uh it's actually pretty good and it's a movie i think you might kind of like uh, you'd never watch it probably because it's like i said it's on shutter or amc plus which i don't think you have access to i don't pretty good man i, I enjoyed watching that one i also watched the albert brooks documentary what about yourself okay. i rewatched american gangster and I watched the director's cut of Black Hat. So what did you think? We recently did Black Hat. I love it so much. Did you like the director's cut a lot better? Yeah, it's not drastically different, but it does flow better. I do hear an echo. I'm echoing. Can you turn your sensitivity down or something? I don't think it's my sensitivity. Or it's your connection, maybe, but... If I turn the volume down. Yeah, that's usually it. Look, there's no easy way to say this, so I'm just going to come out and say it. Mm-hmm. I am drinking store-bought boba tea right now and you could buy it at the store justin it's very strange but what do you think but i'll tell you this will be the first podcast in a while we've done where i'm ingesting balls on a regular basis is that your favorite part of the boba tea the 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 balls the spheres of course that's everybody's favorite yeah i don't have much experience with um boba tea i haven't done it's a delight no it's it's great it's it's basically Give me the flavor. What's the flavor profile? No, no, it's it's just the next evolutionary step in consumption. It's not about the flavor. It's about hard things going in while you're drinking soft things, you know? I Look, I'm just asking what flavor you're drinking. You can't give me that. Uh, mine, this, what do they call it at this company? Blueberry pomegranate black tea. And does it taste like tea or is it just all fucked up? Oh, yeah. Up? Oh, absolutely, yeah. The good ones, the really good ones, the ones you get at the mall. Mm-hmm or at a, a, a shop, brick and mortar, are very juicy, and the balls explode with delight when you get them in. 
and it's a secondary flavor typically. What you want to do is you want to complement. Get you know maybe get a strawberry concoction with some peach balls that explode peach into your into your maw. Now I've never. It is. Never. It's a, and and then there's the tapioca balls. There's the solid balls you can also take into oneself. Sure, sure. Typically in a boba milk kind of thing where there's hard balls going in that you can. They're like gummies. You, you know, know what? They, it's too bad they don't hire you to advertise. You know, mm-hmm. get get on the marketing campaign for boba tea. Now I've never really had boba tea, but I have drank um, Django tea. I've had. It was. A, they tried. Right. They tried that and it didn't take. So they had to graduate to the boba tea. I feel like it's a joke you've made before. By the way. I don't think so. No, that means I was at the place good. at Kro- Kroger today, and I bought it. And the cashier said, "Dad, Tongwee's here." <laughs> what? Is, how are you buying boba tea? Is it coming in a six pack? Is it individual? It's a four pack. Let's be honest. So let's get to the nitty gritty here. Describe sold the warm. Sold warm. Had to create the chill. <laughs> Why are we not popular? <laughs> Does it have a mascot? Is there a little? Is there a little animated or cartoon person on the packaging that makes you want to buy it? They have a uh, a picture of the first Heimlich maneuver being done on them. I mean, they, like, would it kill them to make a little mascot out of one of the balls? You know, what's their What's their slogan to be? Don't eat me. I have a family. Maybe, maybe he's surly. Like he's like he's kind of angry. He's like okay. I'm just thinking, like, like a Mario type of thing, where it's got a huge mustache that goes side to side, and it says, "Don't eat me! I'll get caught in your throat with my secret stash." Something <laughs> that's next level too. If they somehow manage to put facial hair on those, but you know, edible facial hair—you know, not really hair. That, <laughs> that hasn't really happened. My son and I went shopping this weekend, and we went to one of those places where you get a bag and you fill with candy. Oh yeah, he's getting braces in a couple of weeks, so he's very limited on what he's allowed to have. Oh no, We're, before and braces, fun. he's limited, or after braces? Yeah, you can't you can't have gummy stuff or anything like that for the oh, next no. three three years or something. But anyhow, we were there, mm-hmm. kicking and picking, you know, getting all sorts of things. And and I'm wondering, I've never seen a gummy mustache before. Uh, they have to. Exist. I've seen gummy almost everything else. We have a running joke because they, they make these fried eggs, these gummy fried eggs. Delicious. Very strange. Mm-hmm. And my son, who likes to mumble, was telling me he wanted me to get him those. Not this weekend, but in the past. Sure. And I thought he said gummy 5X. He was saying fried and eggs. I, fried eggs. And and mm-hmm. so I was like asking the girl, what is gummy 5X? And he thinks that is high comedy now. Did she have an answer or she thought you were weird? She just took her shirt off. I was like, what the absolute? That's nice of her. That ball went down smooth. Oh, I had a customer service interaction today. Mm-hmm. So I had her go return uh, lights to Lowe's. I, we have bought some Christmas tree lights, and my wife didn't like. They were white, you know, white white wire, and she wanted green wire. Whatever. I went to exchange them, and I was behind a the woman. The swastikas were, weren't good on them. Behind a woman who in a shopping cart. And, you know, just kind of waiting. And all of a sudden, she turns around really quick and slams these items in her shopping cart, jolts the shopping cart, and she goes, I'll never shop in this store again. And she bolts out of the store of the shopping cart. I looked at the guy. I was like, hey, man, having a good day? Or, you know, and he started laughing. And I said, yeah, he said, she tried to turn items we don't sell without a receipt. <laughs> So she was mad that he turned her down, you know, but look, he helped, he was very, he, he very kindly helped me. It was a very easy transaction. And I said, after he helped me, I said, I'll never shop in the store again. And left. <laughs> be great if she, what she meant to say was, I've never shopped here. 
<laughs> she was mad, man. Does that ever work, do you think, where somebody I'm they, sure. they bust that out, they're like, I'll never shop here again, and the, and the manager comes running from the back of the store, wait! I tell you, though, I when I was, I used to manage retail for mm-hmm. four years, five years, yeah. and I remember at Babbage's, if somebody, I had that happen a few times, and there was one person in particular who I enforced it with, mm. where they would come mm-hmm. in and say, wait, you're not... You said you're never coming back. You can't come back here. And I refused service to that little bastard. Because he was the, the kind of person that would was a religious returner. He would yeah. return everything. After he played the game, probably. Or copied it, you know, because you, you used to be able to burn copies of PlayStation games and stuff like that. Hey, Jesus was a religious returner, you know? Once. Yeah. People think it may happen again. I see signs. You know, he. it's about timing. You know, he did it once pretty quickly, and now he waited, you know, hundreds of years. He's like, well, I'm just going to wait for the world to be perfect. What if Jesus showed up on Halloween? You mean he would blend in? He'd be confused, first of all. Well, second of all, I think also that there's not a lot of people that run around the neighborhood dressed as Jesus. You know, it's not like that's a popular costume. It's a a choice. It's a choice. Jesus' choice. We uh, we have talked about this, right? That that Gibson is shooting the sequel to Passion of the Christ. We have talked about it, but it's official like he's doing it. Like he is actually going to do it. They're gearing up production 100 percent shot in the volume caviezel's back i hope they de-age him or something wouldn't that be great if they i hope they destroy him <laughs> i've never seen the original right i've never seen the passion you've seen it of course shot in the theater and um did jesus get his ass kicked on that he did right like he gets for hours yeah so it is hard to watch i'm kind of excited to see the sequel i've never seen the original but gibson says it's gonna be like a dream jesus goes to hell or something it's like crazy sounding and caviezel's gonna be there you know covid truth and on set it's just gonna be amazing trying to pick out the pedophiles in the in the crew on the show we call the movie microscope the show where we zoom in we upset the tummy of the king of the underneath we paint the tunnel for a week we look good in a widow's cloak Get Timmy's tummy right with some peptides. Put her ass in the gutter. Get ramrod stiff and listen to the mother hen. See what's going down. Watch move through a set of destroyed disease. Heart pumping eyes. Chastise the sight. Investigate. Let the plethora come through. Get all corded out. See what makes or breaks. Share with the likes of your listeners. If we're talking about Paradise Alley. He wouldn't talk about the scene where Stallone goes home and puts his leather coat on the coat hang and realizes it's a magical item. Goes right on through the fucking streets like a ramrod himself, getting all daisied out, looking up skirts, going in sewers, hitting harpsichords, eating popsicles, and then setting up shop in Dr. Strange's pad. Out the little moments. And there are no little moments in today's film. Godzilla minus one? That's correct, Nick. I didn't know what it meant. You had to explain it to me. I, I, I would like to start with this. We saw this together, side by side. You are a, just have such a love affair with old Godzilla. You, you're a lifelong fan, right? Mm-hmm. Why? Like, what started it? What kicked this off? Did it, were your parents huge fans? Like, what? why were you a Not at Godzilla all. fan? Yeah. I, mean, no. I think it's pretty evident. I mean, who doesn't like dinosaurs, right? Mm-hmm. I grew up in the Bronx, and my my big, the, my favorite thing in the world was the Museum of Natural History, to go there and see the skeletons and all that. You know, those things they faked to make it look like they were dinosaurs. Godzilla is is everything that, it, you know, I mean, it's, it's so universally perfect. There's no pretension to it. It's just a giant creature 
that could never exist. There's something pure about it. And I think part of it, too, is back then, because of how the movies were made and because of the Ray Harryhausen stuff, those were, it was Ray Harryhausen stuff and Godzilla that was sort of, it's escapism as pure as it gets. And and because it was people in suits and because it was obviously sets and, and miniatures, the destruction didn't seem to have a cost. It was a lot more, it was an innocent kind of fun. And now you get the best of both worlds. You get to see the creeps, but you also get to see human casualties at a high rate. Win-win. I was never a big Godzilla fan, but I did watch. Remember, there was a TV show. Cartoon. It was like a. I think it was like a TV show with a baby Godzilla. Remember that? No, it wasn't a TV show. It wasn't. I mean, there was a cart. That was Manila. That was the movie. Those were movies. Okay. I don't think there was a TV show. Maybe there was. I just remember a cute little baby Godzilla blowing smoke. Oh, Mania or Manila. I forgot how it's pronounced, but yeah, he's this, I guess, Mania, Mini Godzilla. Yeah, he blew smoke rings. And that was in, I think, Destroy All Monsters. So that's the one I was familiar with when I was a kid. And I, I was like, oh, Godzilla's, he's like a kid-friendly monster. You know, like, like this world. Well, and the cartoon was perfect timing when we were kids. And they had Godzuki. Remember that? And then the comics, because Godzilla had the Marvel comics and he would appear with Spider-Man or whatever. Just perfect. And, and the great I, thing is... Actually, I didn't know you would appear with Spider-Man. What was Spider-Man? Was Spider-Man swimming I mean, he, he would cross over. They would do crossovers. Okay. Devil Dinosaur. And the other thing was, growing up in Atlanta then... Whenever there was a Braves rain delay, one of the go-tos was an old Godzilla movie. They would always that would be like one of the go-tos to watch. It was just it was a lovely time for everybody. So, like I said, I just was not a big fan as a kid. I, you know, I obviously like the movies now. I certainly have, haven't seen a lot of them. But you love this. I love this movie. Yeah, I mean, this movie's getting very good reviews. I didn't know anything about it before we saw it. I knew Godzilla was in it. Didn't know when it was set. Didn't know what Godzilla minus one meant. It was kind of a pleasant surprise that it started in the 40s and stayed there. I thought it was going to have, yeah. like, a, that was going to be a flashback or something. That Criterion box set that they put out, mm-hmm. it's the 50% off sale right now. If you could get your paws on it, worth every cent. Wow. Because it's, it's the majority, if not all, of the original Japanese, like the first two or three waves of Japanese films. Mm-hmm. It's in this beautiful case. I, I I haven't watched those movies again since I bought it, but I've seen all those movies. It is it's lovely. And the thing is, I mean, like, there's... And this is why I'm getting a little pissed off at some of the people online because they're blowing it out of proportion, this movie. And I think it's because they, they're like you. They haven't seen a ton of Godzilla movies, so they were surprised it was good because right. the reputation is that they're kind of trash. And a lot of them are kind of trashy, but in a charming way. This is probably in the top three Godzilla movies made out of Japan. So it yeah. deserves the hype, but there's a lot to love in the older ones, too. It's uh, and, and Shin Godzilla is only like, what, three, four, five years ago. That's that's wonderful, too. See, I did miss that one. It's five bucks on uh, iTunes right now. Maybe I'll, I will check it out. I mean, this is the kind of movie that I think my kids would like. You know, that's I think they'd like this one. Really? Yeah, my daughter. It's less. It's less talky than some of them. And Godzilla makes an appearance early on, which is good. He does and he makes an appearance in the most, the cutest way possible. He's small. He's small yeah. and he throws a tantrum. He's smallish. He's smaller than he than he ends up being. So it's directed by Takashi Yamazaki. Not a, not his first film. He's done quite a few. And then. Let's go over the cast here. Miniami Hamabe, right. who plays Nariko. You have Sakura Endo, who plays Sumiko, who's the lady next door. Do you have any? Do you want to, do you want to yeah, name some? Yeah, the, the main character is, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Ryanosuke uh, Kamiki? Ryanosuke. Ryanosuke. Kamiki, looks like. Yeah. yeah. And he, who's, his, who's the guy that hates him? Well, that guy. Munitaka Aoki. Yeah, yeah. And he's good too. Like, everybody's really good. He's at great. This too. Yeah. yeah. Japanese folks, most, if you want to be honest. And, and then Kurano Suke Sasaki is the guy who I thought looked like the Japanese Kieran Hines. The premise is 
quite interesting to this film, I think. Why don't you talk a little bit about how it kicks off? The war has just... Uh, by the way, guys, I think American audiences should really watch this and view it as a sequel to Pearl Harbor. I think it'll make it more relevant, you know? So it starts off, and a sort of disgraced kamikaze pilot lands on this basically repair station island because the war is ending and he wimped out on his task. He does not so want to cra- be a kamikaze, but he doesn't want to kill himself. Hard to believe. Why would you? <laughs> so I mean, he fakes it's... he fakes engine problems for his plane, and he like Nick says lands on this island, and the mechanics there are like, "Ain't nothing wrong, wrong with your plane, man. What's up?" And he storms off and just looks at the water. It happens. And this guy consoles yeah. him and says, "Hey, man, I'm glad you didn't kill yourself. There should be more people like you that are not doing something that dumb." But he's obviously this character's conflicted about this. Sh- his cowardice, quote-unquote, for the whole movie. But he's willing to give him a pass as long as he shoots Godzilla with a plane gun. God forbid, that night, man, those guys are relaxing, and there's a, there's a stirring in the air as uh, the beautiful form of Godzilla enters the island. Scary as hell. Everybody's blown away. What the fuck? Although they do know about the myth of Godzilla, it seems like. Yeah, they know that the locals call this creature Godzilla. They've heard tell. It stomps onto this island, and... They are so scared, and they turn to the one soldier there and say, hey, get in your plane and just fire upon Godzilla, which gives our main character to be a coward twice. He does In his defense, he does sneak up there, and he gets Godzilla in his sights. Yeah, he gets in his plane, but he freezes. And, he does not do it. And he doesn't shoot. It, to be fair, if he did shoot, he would be dead. Godzilla Absolutely. would just, just... Godzilla does not take kindly to being shot in this film, and it also doesn't affect doesn't really hurt him but godzilla starts to it, some somebody does fire on godzilla these little mechanic guys and godzilla proceeds to kill every single one of them but one person actually two right. our main character he kills them in a variety of ways he bites them and flings them into the distance which is a lovely thing to see steps on some he has a good time whips his tail on some yeah he fucks people over and out yeah. He goes traditional think, on him. He goes traditional. I, I don't remember Godzilla doing a lot of head bites, like a lot of torso bites. Is that, well, he's too is big. The, the, yeah. the Godzilla that we know would never... But like you going down to the ground and picking up a nerd with your mouth. The food, not the person. And he does that a couple times with these poor characters. This Our, our hero faints. At least he, because you know Godzilla, you know whips, it, whips his plane apart. He barely survives. And he faints and he he's wakes up. He's not unconscious. Is right? he knocked unconscious? Who and knows? then he wakes up the next day and, and the one other survivor is bagging all the bodies up. In a nice line, a nice sweet yeah. line of dead. And he's And mad. at that point he's he's less uh supportive of our man's cowardice. And he's like, You had your chance to you could have you could have, you know, f- at least fired on the beast. And so he gives our character a bunch of photos from the dead the dead servicemen. Mm-hmm. And basically to say, hey, you hold on to these. These are yours. These are these bodies are on you, not mm-hmm. Godzilla. For God's sakes, Godzilla, it's your fault, not Godzilla's, is what he said. He didn't hand the pictures to Godzilla, is what I'm saying. Yeah, hands them, hands them to our now movie. Godzilla. What Godzilla does during all of this is grow, because they nuke Godzilla. Like Godzilla, that's the thing. You you fuck with him, he he pulls a Wolverine and heals his ass right in front of your very eyes. I didn't know that Godzilla was such a healer. Never seen it, and I've never. I don't remember ever seeing that in a film. I'm, I've seen him come back and regenerate, but I don't think we've ever seen him in real time. I know that there's been movies where he goes into the bottom of the sea and, re- and heals and stuff. He's but. healing up like um, the the main bad alien in Species Two in this Godzilla. It's a perfect zoom. Yeah, it's a perfect zoom. When she when he shoots his head off. Yeah, am I right? 
And as a matter uh, of fact, that's that's what got this movie financed. So have you seen Species Two? Huge hit. So our hero returns home. He returns to to his to the city that he's from, and it's doing ha- good. It's devastated from the war. It's destroyed. His family, however, was fine. Oh, they're gone. Oh, they got destroyed by Godzilla. His neighbor sees him. Did they get goes, destroyed by Godzilla? No, he got destroyed by bombing, right? I think just bombing and, and war in yeah. general. And the woman next to him, or the woman, the neighbor who's lost her children, gives our character, our hero, one look and goes, oh, you survived? You're a kamikaze pilot. That means you... She she nails it. She's like, you didn't do your mm-hmm. duty. F off forever. I hate you. You know, he's just, he's hangdogging at this. He's feeling this. Like, he's feeling I was a little worried. In the early part of this movie, that actor is not too good. He gets a lot better. I was not hinging a lot of hope on his performance. Oh, I thought he was fine. I, I really he, liked him in it. He gets better. This, and then, this movie surprised me, Nick, because, well, we'll get to it. You, you go ahead. What, finish your thoughts. No, what is, tell me surprising. What surprised I couldn't you? believe that this, this movie's, like, got its influence. It's influenced by Jaws. I had no very I mean, much, very obviously, much. like just wears it on its sleeve, which is yeah. totally surprising to me. It just feels like Jaws. It's at, at, in that in that like kind of first third when he gets out and is doing. <laughs> he gets the best job, which is go blow up stray mines in, mm-hmm. the, in the water. But there's when he's in town, there is a lady who is. Uh, it looks like she's stolen a baby, or she's trying to protect a baby. These people are looking for her, and she de- she departs, and he is left with the baby. After the smoke clears, he he finally they finally get together, and he's got this baby, and he finds out that she, it's not her baby, but she's kind of this weird girl who's living hand to mouth, trying to keep this kid alive because its parents are missing. Well, yeah. So and, the, the the woman handed this the. The, the mother who was dying entrusted this this young woman to take care of this baby. She is, for some reason, running from the police and the, hands it to our main character. And he's like, for a couple hours, is like, I have a baby? Like, what's going on? I don't want to hold this baby. I don't want to be a kamikaze pilot. Like, he's, and, you know, he's just having a tough, tough couple months. But he does reunite with her after she comes out of the hiding. And she was happy that he didn't just abandon the little baby. She comes off as a little wacky at first. A little bit. But, but she ends cutie. up being the, the film's secret weapon. A she's a respects. damn cutie, though, you know. And this guy, he's so lost. That's Noriko we're talking about. He can't even like, you know. He they move. She, this woman moves in with him, and he he has this little kind of place, his parents' place. That's kind of a little bit obviously worse for the wear after the war. And he she just kind of invites herself in to live there, and they start to raise this little baby together. They're not linked romantically because our main character he sucks. Can't, he can't give access to his emotions to anybody he's he's shutting down he's shut off but he's he still he's still in the war is his excuse and he does and they you know they sleep in separate rooms he does still want to take care of her and take care of the child so he gets a job and his job is to like i said go shoot mines in the in the water there's a lot of mines and he hooks up with this there. this group of guys that is nuts it's a nuts group it's great no they're great got, there's, there's a scientist a, type with the wackiest hair they got the the surly captain, and then you get the young young crew member that's got no experience, and they're all great characters, and they have a great kind of team dynamic. They all like each other. You know, there's no drama on that team really, which I liked. And so, what are they doing, Nick? They're shooting. They're, there's a bunch of mines in the water that they're shooting, but you know what's going to happen out in the water, right? Well, I mean, if you if you pay to see a Godzilla movie, yeah, who's out but there? But I do just like swimming around. They zoom in though. They do zoom in. They have a wooden boat because some of the American mines are magnetic. So they got to be really careful because you know what happens when a mine hits a boat? Oh, it's it's not good. Kerpom. 
you know? <laughs> Hi, Brownwell. Is, is that the sound, Kerpom? <laughs> yeah, and so he's on the boat, and he's like, he actually turns out to be uh, the missing link here. None of the, you know, they they have a gun, and they're supposed to shoot at the mines until they blow up. None of the guys can really do this. But our man, who obviously is a trained pilot, a trained fighter pilot, he immediately pilots the boat into a mine, and they blow up in the end of the movie. No, he... He fight, He can shoot. He shoots at the mines from long distance until they blow up. The thing is, Godzilla's out there just having the time of his life in the water, just swimming around. You know, spitting water out. You know, he's furious fish. That, that nuclear, the nuclear, the nuclear weapons exist. They yeah. helped turn him into what he is. He be, he's become an allegory, and he just can't handle it. So he is not liking shit. So he's out there, and he starts slapping boats and getting mad, and this. He confronts our little tiny boat. Like this, this Godzilla is gigantic in the water. Our little four, you know, person boat is not gigantic in the water, and it makes for this really cool, like, first encounter. Where I gotta say, Godzilla could not look any cuter. Like he's so he cute he in the water. You know, when he is swimming with his little half of his head over the water. Oh, it's so great, like a little puppy. <laughs> he just and he's got like kind of dead eyes. I just loved it so much. You know, like. It looks like a. At points in this movie, Godzilla does look like a man in this, you know, the like man in suit. It doesn't look like they spent like the most money on his design, and it's great. It's the, the better for it, you know. You know, the scenes in the water are harrowing. You know, it's just a, it's a fun adventure film. You know, with with something to say. Is it that does. Godzilla I mean, that's... could not be cuter. You know, that's what the message is. <laughs> the message received, by the way. Well, they, yeah, and they so they're obviously they have they get they have some road knowledge of Godzilla. So when things start to escalate, you know, they start to send the big guns in. They're kind of tasked with keeping Godzilla occupied while the big boys show up. And how does Godzilla interact with the big boys when they get there? Godzilla doesn't treat them very nice. Are you talking about the <laughs> battleship that appears? Yeah, a giant destroyer comes over and irritates the daylights out of Godzilla with their weapons, and then Godzilla goes. Super nuclear. He upgrades his his scales pop out. He gets electrified and throws a giant blast. And it's an amazing effect that they do. There's the nuclear blasting that he does a few times in this movie. The sound in the theater, the way it looked, it was so good, so concussive. It's amazing, yeah. And and you know our boys are trying to get away from Godzilla. It's a chase scene, right? Godzilla's swimming at them. They're tossing mines. It's not working. They definitely they they, they another Jaws illusion. They get reference. They get a mine in Godzilla's mouth, and our hero shoots it the mine and it blows up godzilla's head for a moment but we get but to he, watch him heal but he like regens. that guy in species too <laughs> but he regens and then thankfully that battleship comes out of nowhere and godzilla wrecks it i love how he's like basically on top of the boat just smashing it apart i don't understand what's happening upstairs is this a bath diarrhea and I can't handle it. It's the, this brown wall is going mega dick on me right now and my it's daughter's a, out of town she's the bather it's the constant brown wall is what's happening something man i'm not hearing it too much so well i'm hearing for both of us howdy brown wall yeah so once godzilla fucks that up now the question is where is he going next he's, he's, he might be on a collision course with tokyo and that'd be all they all she wrote yeah they don't like it they're, they're they got a monster in the water and they didn't defeat it in fact it defeated them our heroes get away they're a little shake shook you know they're a little shook I will say, mm-hmm. and they have to start devising a plan, right? Is it? Is kind of that's one of the elements of this movie is the people in the movie felt like that you know they were basically told to go to war. They feel betrayed by their government. They form a just kind of an army together, you know, without the government's help, not being asked. 
they just decide to combat this monster with a with the craziest plan. I love it. But yeah, Godzilla does show up in, in Tokyo. What happens, Nick? Well, Things go bad. This is the thing about is this it movie. Tokyo? Yeah, it is Tokyo. Is it Tokyo? Right? No, it's it's the city. It's, it's the city. It's, it's the city where the he G? lives. It starts with a G. It's called G City. Whatever the case is, Godzilla doesn't like this city and decides to maybe change the face of it permanently. At, and at a great cost to our hero. You yes. know what I'm talking about? But first, let me, let me help your ass real quick. Where'd he show up? Where'd he, where'd he wash ashore and start stomping? Takao is, the, uh, is that ship that let's not ever forget. They're in a city, though, for sure. Yeah, I think there's but, a city. And this is after the doc and the captain and the kid have, have had dinner with them, and they're like, why don't you marry this beautiful girl? She's gonna live forever you better get in there quick she's special and you know if she's a beautiful girl she's a good parent because he's he, he doesn't know how to get his dick out she decides all right i'm gonna get a job i'm gonna earn my keep i'm gonna raise this child i don't want to be a burden to you because you're obviously not interested in my beautiful body and so she goes she starts taking her own little ride to the town and getting a real job i think it's her how is she rewarded for that yeah, I think it's her first day that Godzilla shows up and messes her commute up. She's in a little, like, uh, Amtrak-type thing or a little train, and Godzilla decides to treat Ginza. that way. And he tra- decides to treat this little thing that she's in like a spaghetti strand. Hangs it yeah. off his lip. She's clinging for dear life, trying not to fall out of it. They make it look like she's going to die. And then they do make it look like she's going to die. So they do that twice. She gets... Uh, she she basically our hero runs into the city. He see he spots this this her our, our what I guess this gal Nariko. pal yeah his 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 flatmate his buddy in the mayhem and he grabs her and he's like let's get away from Godzilla. She said good plan. Then Godzilla he's like starts- we have we have the perfect relationship. The burden of parenting, the being forced to live under the same roof and not getting out of each other's hair. The only thing we sacrifice is the sex. The worst part, we hate it. Right, this, kid, this guy, it's the 40s, and my man's on internet porn the whole movie, too. Like, he's just firing it up, <laughs> which is crazy. Anyway, and his favorite he, kind of porn is kamikaze porn, which is very, very <laughs> ironic. No, he grabs our, our, you know, this this woman, and they start to they start to flee. But then Godzilla decides to do like the the wind up. I'm going to destroy something. Sound, and they <laughs> look, and Godzilla shoots a nuclear beam and the levels the city. And they're standing behind Godzilla, but the blowback of this thing, the wind, carries our our heroine away. After she pushes our the kamikaze pilot into an alley, she gets blown to Nebraska forever away. Six and you're counties. like, well, that's all she wrote for this character. It's right. it's over. And to the movie's credit, and I've read some people that do not like the ending of this movie. They go the entire duration of the rest of the movie without revisiting her character. Well, you think she's super the, dead? It's super dead. Like not even, not even. There's nothing left to even lick. Luckily, she landed on a mattress apparently, because at the end of the movie, she is um, anyway. So our poor little hangdog hero. But then you find out, out why. You know who her, you know who her half brother is. Who? The astronaut from Species Two. <laughs> he goes back. Get, he said, yeah, "I don't want to be a dad. I don't like this little girl anymore." And he kicks the little girl out of the three-year-old girl out of his house, and she and Godzilla steps on her. No, he <laughs> he uh, he 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 sulks for a little bit, but he's he's committed to being a dad. This is when well, everybody starts. They form a plan. Everybody starts to form a plan. But, but you mentioned Jaws. Godzilla. You mentioned I, Jaws. You said I this did. movie's paying homage to Jaws. It's pulling a little Empire Strikes Back too. Tell me how the the big so there you find out that there's there's 
this group of people that have formed a rebellion to fight Godzilla and to and because the military won't, the evil empire won't. Out of nowhere, Han Solo turns out to be the general that's responsible. Oh wait, no, the Doc mm-hmm. is the guy mastermind who, who masterminded this whole thing. They take this guy that you've fallen in love with his hair, and then the big surprise is that it's his secret plan that they're using. A little Star Wars. I could not love the plan more. It is the worst plan. It's, it's the best plan. It sounds insane. They're going to lure Godzilla, wrap him with rope. Like, what is it? Like, what kind of... Uh, they're wrapping him with this stuff that drags, makes Godzilla get dragged down to the bottom of the sea. Hey, no, what they're going to do is they're going to destroy... They're going to surround him with Freon, Sink rupture him. them, which lowers the water's buoyancy... And then he's going to get sunk. It's going to sunk way on down, and then hopefully the pressure will get him. But if that doesn't work, they've also got these air mat or these inflatable these airbags that are bounce God up. And he's going to get and the then they're hoping the yeah. decompression will fuck him out. And then you know if that doesn't work, <laughs> it's autoerotic asphyxiation. They're yeah. going to try. Yeah, the best is that it's a word. It's just such a crazy plan, and they do it. And it doesn't work. I love it so much. But they get they execute the plan, which is amazing. <laughs> they execute the insane plan. And the best is the guy that says that makes it up. He says, I'm not sure it's gonna work. He gets grilled and he's like, you know what? It could maybe not work, and it doesn't work. <laughs> it super doesn't. But no, he was saying it's not gonna work and that it's probably the the, the circumstances to make it happen probably aren't gonna work. Oh. Godzilla dying is the last I mean, that's you know, that's the cherry on top. So then our hero decides that he's going to be, oh, you know what, I'm gonna, here's my chance. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a plane, I'm going to kamikaze this plane with a bomb into Godzilla if this other plan doesn't work. He reaches out. It's very important to him to reach out and to get the mechanic that he feels he betrayed him and his crew from the island and, and get him to you know, fix this plane up. And he does. He, he does find this guy. And the guy yeah, gets he spams help. the internet. He sends he hate mail everywhere. Now, this movie had me worried a little bit that they were going to use, they were going to make him kamikaze, and it was going to be like redemption, that his he finally gets to make this right choice. But instead, the movie, like another reference, pulls a Joseph Conrad's Lord Jim, and it is against the idea of sacrificing yourself for the greater good. And then the fact that that's more of a romantic motion than a practical one, right? So if you do do, if you do kill yourself, who do you leave behind? The baby, your friends, Kirk, Kirk Cameron. I like that they made this choice where he. It's really kind of a beautiful, I think, the way that they kind of tell what happens with this kamikaze maneuver and how he, you know, he escapes because you know his fate because of the help that he, you know, from this guy that really doesn't like him. It's touching, I think. I don't know. It's it's. It's it's a great movie. I I really love this movie, and I was shocked that it was this good. Not because I didn't think it was the Godzilla movie can't be good. I just hadn't heard that much about it. Other than hey, it's in theaters. It is good, and and the, and the, the one thing I don't like, I typically don't like Godzilla movies where Godzilla is the villain. Yeah, he's super villain in this for sure. You know, they, they always have to introduce him as a villain, and then he falls. You know, we fall in love with him over time. Mm-hmm. But there's always that growing pain of, of, of him being a villain. And hopefully, now this movie is pretty damn successful. So hopefully they do more soon and they can get to the fun stuff. Yeah, no, it's, there, is a, there is a story here. And it's, it's got to be difficult to make a film that's for a global audience that takes place right after the worst war so far. The Japanese's role in that and America's role in that and all the stuff. To make something that is critical of both parties and doesn't cop out. It doesn't, you know, it's, it's very kind of sober about 
the stuff that happens in it. And by making him one of those kamikaze pilots, which it's just it's just a ridiculous. It's it's I don't know how they threaded the needle. It's just super. It's such an interesting character, I think, and it's such an interesting arc to put in a Godzilla movie. And then yeah, Godzilla is taken back to you know square one or square minus one, where he is just angry and wants to destroy things, right? And um, he definitely does that in this movie. The 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 effects are a lot of fun. The monster battles are fun. So talk a little bit about when they're battling him at the end in the water. Well, there's some great... One of the things I love seeing in these movies is when Godzilla is at ground level and we're looking at him from above. And there's a lot of shots from the plane that our, our hero is in. Circling Godzilla distracting Godzilla. I mean, the scale in these movies typically is, you know, the puny humans looking up at Godzilla, and there's that generic thing of all the Japanese people running in fear towards the camera with Godzilla in the background that was made fun of and parodied for so many decades from the original movies. They did a great thing here where they kept the scale. They showed his scale from up way up above, and you get to see him doing his shit from up there. And, of course, the stuff from ground level is great. I mean, Godzilla does a lot. He destroys buildings. There's a ton of casualties. As far as the, the mayhem, it, it's a wide variety of Godzilla damage you get to see. But I think and the I best part of it is when it is out there at sea, when you can just, when the it's canvas so is so big. And I love that Godzilla gets delivered some haymakers in this and reacts like he's just knocked out his socks off. Like he just, he gets so rocked and he just kind of gets knocked <laughs> out for a little bit, which I loved. There, there's, even the scene at the end when the he flies the plane into his mouth, it's almost like mm-hmm. it, it, there's, a, there's a little bit of, I mean, it's great, but there's a little bit of that kind of DIY, like there's like an action figure Godzilla and someone smashing a toy plane into its mouth. You know, like mm-hmm. there's a little bit of that in this movie that that I that I just love that they kind of it's just it's not super polished at all times. And I think that the other thing I like it. is that they they don't kill off any of his buddies. No, his buddies are so because great. because usually the kid who's never had any experience gets destroyed, punished for being a rookie, or the old wise captain sacrifices himself and and they they're wise to enough people die in, in the course of this movie i mean godzilla does yeah. not hold back on towns and boats so no, it's, it's the, nice the young crew member like the the two kind of older men of the group decide that he's not coming along that he they don't want him there because they're he's inexperienced but he, they just don't want him to to die and so and they, they don't want of, him to be, you know, he want to keep his purity to some extent too. Right, and it's you know, there's I think that movie is it's just got a lot of heart like that, like that, and and uh, you know, like you said, is it is it? It seems like people are going to see it. It seems like it made yeah, a little and, bit and, money. Yeah, and the reviews have been great. I talked to somebody but, that didn't even like a huge Godzilla fan that didn't even know it was out. Like he loves Godzilla. Hmm. I was like, oh, well, it's in the theater, man. Go see it. His name was Nick. Well, Nick Nunzi. I don't know. Oh. Godzilla gets beat, you think. He's regenerating. You know, he, we see him regenerating, but it's fine. Right. He'll be a different Godzilla when he comes back. But we win. The good guys win. And there's some extra good news because Noriko is in a fucking hospital healing from being blown six counties. Yeah, she's fine. She got Well, her and eye then, looks a little damaged. She got a bandage on her head. Arm in a sling. He's like, how's everything, you know, elsewhere? She's like, great, Koichi. You're, and he says, I have 30 years of blue balls to spend. He's like, you do not have a bandage uh, down there. And he's like kind of coyly pointing. He's like, like huh? you're going to need one because I am about to come a fucking cause. I'm going down and coming back up. He's but and he does confess to her. Her That's the thing that's also sweet is he, he, he confess. He, he asks at several points is that if he thinks he's like, am I dead? Is this, he has such nightmares and he's such guilt. 
He's like, I want, he's a wonder sometimes if he just died and it's hell that he's in. He does confess his inaction and his guilt to this woman, to Naroki. And she consoles him. Like, she doesn't, you know, unlike the neighbor, like she doesn't turn her back on him. Even the neighbor comes around and, 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 and likes and helps this kind of, you know, this, this makeshift family. Like, she watches the kids. She's, she ends up being great. Yeah, the neighbor's great. And she suffered so much tragedy in her life. And uh, oh, what? What happened? Maybe. What happened? She she had problems. Netflix. Three three children got destroyed. her account because she was sharing it, and her kids died. But man, I see this one again. I'll overhype okay. it. I'm gonna go out on the internet and overhype it. Is that what you're? So yeah, don't like any other American Godzilla stuff because this is all we need. So Bunch they released the trailer to um, Godzilla Times. Godzilla X Kong. Godzilla X Kong. Yeah. I like this. Looks, I'm, looks lovely. I liked lovely. all those films. I've liked all those, all those movies. It's just so, so. much fun. It's so much fun. Yeah. Jurassic. I think the Jurassic series dropped the ball, and got shitty. The Meg movies are underwhelming. So as far as the large scale monster action, I mean, obviously Rampage is perfect. But other than that, the large scale monster action. This is the this is the one stop shop. And and the fact that the, that Legendary and Warner's and all those guys are putting so much energy behind it is not a bad thing and yeah maybe the movies maybe this is going to be better than some of those i just hope that people understand that by supporting them they're helping keep it going because these are it's a magical time godzilla's having a great time these days it's getting made all the time tv show cartoon there's a there was a pretty good uh king kong show on netflix well there was Um, a godzilla cartoon cartoon a couple years back right was there I think, so. I think so. I didn't see it. Japanese one or man, I have a t- look at this. And you, you didn't mention Pacific Rim. They had the the house. I, the, Pacific Rim is lovely. It. And actually, there was that that rumor that Pacific Rim was going to cross over with the Godzilla thing at some point. Godzilla, okay, it was. It was it was Godzilla Planet of Monsters. It was an animated. Mm. So that's what I was thinking about. I need to rewatch it or watch it. I think I fell asleep because I had a huge rager. Yeah. And all the blood got rechanneled to my sleep. Is there any like bubble tea you can use to uh, get the old peep, you know, up and that's running? That's a great. That's a great. Let's market it. Yeah, you know, like a blue. What do they call that? Blue chew. That's the like, thing that uh, it's always on X, like advertising for male uh, helping your. You know, it's the blue. It's the blue pill, right? Helping your erection. If you were to believe television, yes, plaque psoriasis is the number one ailment on planet Earth. Okay, fair enough. Every commercial. It's I got a great it. name. It sounds like one of the members of Gwar, actually. Sounds like a Star Wars villain. But I, anyway, yeah. speaking of Star Wars villains, what? Does it do the work? Is that a good transition? Well, yeah. So in the credits, folks, I mean, I got a big one. I got AI. Oh, do. No, I don't have, I don't have any. But it's a Tomo Ito. It's a Tomo Ito. And I don't know if you knew about this, if you if you were to mm-hmm. translate that to English, it means I'm Jack of the Beanstalk fame. Is that what it means? Yeah. <laughs> This is a special edition of the of the uh, credit section where we tell you what the translation of their name is. Yeah, I got SS. I don't know if you have SS. No, I don't have SS. You don't have Shinya Suzuki, the I motorcycle don't. specifically for shins. I mean, we're struggling, man. It's gonna be a tough one. I, you you might be struggling. Do you have uh, HM? I don't have HM. That's Hitamasamase. Who, when you translate it to English, is I have Tourette's of the uncle. I didn't know. Oh, so okay. I my my fault. I didn't know names directly translate to American phrases or words. That's that's okay, this episode. That's what that's what they all do. I have M O. Good jokes. Are you talking about Mao Ono? Yeah. I have I have Mao Ono too. He or she's in this. 
Nick? <laughs> I know you probably have this one, but I'll ask just in case. Do you have TT? And I don't. That's Tota Tawaragi, and that translates to I only use the bishop during chess. <laughs> I have GS. I don't have it. Goro Sato. Do you have that? Goro Sato? No. Translates to small couch. Small couch, Nick. I love his seat, so that's a good tie there. You're right. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the great ones that's involved in this. Yeah, uh, I mean, let's be fa- let's be famous about it. I mean, you got HT. Oh, HT's in this? I don't have it mm-hmm. in mind. That's Hiroyuki Toritani. Okay. And it's it his name directly translates to "Excuse me while I devour this pretzel." Do you have M M I? Minami Ichikawa. I don't I like his work though. Fortunately for. Him or her name translates directly to Arby's menu. <laughs> it's it's O N. I don't have O N. You don't have Oreo Nakamura? I don't. The translation of this is a little awkward because I don't think it's precise, but I think what they you know, if if you put two and two together, fan of unwrapping taffy. I think that's what it comes out to. Look, we're talking about fifteen. Yeah, explain the to the folks. This is a new segment. What, what, this something we did. It's something. It's based on an old thing that happened in the late '90s, early 2000s, where we were we started a thread about porn titles. We take a movie and we pornify it, and it's become an institution on Chud mm-hmm. in the old days in Trouble City. Now, and we've incorporated it into our show. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I did one. I actually did a. I don't know if you saw it. I did one on Fistine on the on the boards this weekend for this movie. Did you see that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think so. I'm I'm lo- I'm looking it up. I did do it though because I'm great. I did Godzilla Anus Fun. Kind of works. I sure did. I sure did. <sighs> Bad so we're thousand. gonna do a new one. Mm-hmm. A thousand. Oh, you're not gonna you're gonna do a new one. We have to. Yeah. I'm gonna have to give you the um, premise as well to make this one work. Okay. Godzilla Midas come, and it's <laughs> there's there's rumors that his within them dare balls of Godzilla. There's gold. <laughs> And so they got oh, to well. entice that creature to get it out. Nick, I struggled. You know what I'm saying? It was tough. This isn't one that's easy to translate to porn. Mine's got a story as well. Okay. Because you see Godzilla in in full form, and that dick is super small, because I don't ever see it. Which makes Nick sense why this one was called Godzilla Microbone. This is... Wiener is smaller. Is he getting shamed? Is he getting like? Is it one of those like Which is, shaming him? It just shows how com- like, he's so confident, though. So, mm-hmm. God, despite all confident as hell, sending dick pics to Ghidra, no problem. On the box of mine oh. is this is great. You you know you're familiar, obviously, with the porn genre, Big Naturals. That's a big one. You know, America's like their Big Naturals. That's like. big boobs and butts, yes. I guess. So foreheads, yeah, big yeah. boobs. This on the box says Kaiju, Kaiju Naturals. <laughs> Kaiju naturals. That's how big they are. <laughs> yeah. You're familiar with the porn yeah. genre, big naturals. You're familiar. Mine is a uh, stepdaughter cream pie. <laughs> that is, I'm sure, uh, a popular genre in the United States. They say, isn't, isn't it like incest porn? Isn't it like a big thing? Huge. Yeah. It's not incest if it's a step, though. It's a kind, I think that's the, the line they're unwilling to cross. It, look. I don't know. I can't know. I can know. 
It's a Google search away. Shin Godzilla was natural daughter porn, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Look, man, you've been asked with get you've been asked to get a tattoo associated with Godzilla minus one. What you put on your person? That's such a good question. Mine is very simple. Oh, your tattoo? It's a tapestry across my upper back. Sure. Of a windblown Noriko, and uh, she's midway through her six county journey. She's being blown across your back. Yeah, across my back. And she looks terrified about it, and her shoe came off. That's it. Well, I'm getting a matching tattoo finally with you. And my on my back is the start of her journey. It's just the wind curls and her her other shoe. And that's all. I, I just have that. And then if I stand next to you, you see her body being flung. You know what I'm saying? So I'm the start <laughs> happens, of her journey. It happens more often than people would, would expect, us uh, standing shirtless side by side. I know. Problem is maybe more often, more often than people expect, but not as much as they would hope. You know, right? I carry a specific apple crate so I can be at the right height so that this tapestry really rocks. I am such a tall, tall drink of water. I heard, I learned today, by the way, Trump was talking about his son. His son is six seven or six eight. Is that true? His young son. I care less. I don't care. My man's six eight. I didn't know they stack shit that high. Uh, we've combined the sequel and the stinger into one choice. What you got? I got a good one for this. I'm doing a sequel. Let's hear it. It's Godzilla, the Minus Man. <laughs> and do you remember? Are you familiar with the movie The Minus Man? Owen W. Owen Wilson movie came out maybe 20 years ago, uh, where he plays a cr- little creep, a little kind of drifter that poisons people and kills them. He does. He has a little bottle of poison. So what happens when you poison people? And okay. he just sneaks poison into their food and drink, and they die. And he's a little serial killer. I, why not get Godzilla? Here's Godzilla. Why? Like he's destroying cities, but every once in a while, like he's destroying cities, and all of a sudden, someone's lifting a coffee cup to their lips, and he gets a little like little side eye, like shoots a little side eye, like also waiting for that destruction to happen on the micro scale <laughs> as well, because he's been poisoning. Godzilla has a little kind of you know poison bottle he's carrying around as he's still zapping cities off off the the face of the earth what do you think godzilla my minus i know man. where he's not hiding it behind that dick so i've done a stinger godzilla takes a few days but he reforms his body reconfigures and he rises once again large and he has decided i'm going to destroy everything this time and he rises and approaching the town all of a sudden he panics terrified his dead lifeless eyes go life full oh no and he starts to shit his pants because he sees Noriko down there. And he's like, didn't I just send a surge of weather that blew her six counties and she's still there? <laughs> she's tougher than me. I'm afraid. Descends. Look, man, you've been given the money to have your own business associated with Godzilla minus one. How you spending? I mean, mine's going to be easy. I'll get it out of the way. I think that they should make blow up actual size Godzillas. So, like, I don't know how many. What is this? 600 feet tall? Sure. You buy this you blow it up for two months inflate it for two months and then you have a gigantic godzilla but you know still kind of lightweight i guess it would be actually pretty heavy at that point right if it's that high but you know actual size blow up godzilla what do you think i think six months is a very or two months a very conservative estimate but yeah especially if you're blowing it up without the help of a you know uh i think you're talking about my blowing as me personally but yeah, I think it's I think more valuable if you physically blow them up rather than use a pump, though, right? More rewarding. The biggest pull float ever. What about yourself? My business is simple. It's just like yours is. For $40, we will blow your wife across six counties. 
if we can combine our effort and you just whenever you deflate it just put your wife in front of the little air hole, the hole. right hey yeah. stepdaughter look you're in the movie you've been added yes. to the running time of godzilla minus one what shape does your performance take well i'm here on official business because i heard godzilla is cute as cute as hell I've heard the rumors that the the monster in question is absolutely cute. And I've heard I'm on official business and I want to verify that we have a cute monster on our hands and it's not terrifying. I know it causes destruction, but I want to check out that punum, you know, and the pictures. Wait a minute. Hit the fucking brakes. There's no way that word just showed up on this show. Punum? Oh God, it hurts again. Does that mean face? All right. It just sounds wrong. Coming out of you, and um, you know the the pictures have been blurry. It's unverified. I heard it was cute, but unsubstantiated. It could be ugly. It could be menacing. So I take a trip to officially confirm back to my superiors that indeed there's a gigantic cutie on our hands, and I don't know what to do. Devastating, obviously, devastatingly cute. So that's my character, the cute confirmer. How yourself? It's pretty great. Uh, uh, boss, it's official. Godzilla's cute as hell. <laughs> we got a cute one on our hands. My last words. It's cute. Punim is a person who's unique, trustworthy, fun, and loyal. I thought it was face. Punim is face. Oh, maybe it's been appropriated. It could be. I'm sure it depends on how you spell it, I guess. But it sounds suggestive to, oh, wait, wait. Punim is us something. Oh, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Punim is... Oh, that's in a sentence. Never mind. Anyway. Yeah, it's, a, okay. it's Jewish. It's a person's face. Punim. It's also almost poon. Well, you're, you're spelling so, it wrong. In the movie, I am... Uh, you see me, and I am winded. I'm the wind. And I have just blown Noriko across not one, but six counties. And I am leaning up against a building myself, just... Taking love. a kip. Are you tired or is there a love connection there? Tired. Yeah. I've never blown a girl that far before. How many counties? Six. I'm not sure you've said it before. <laughs> I don't even know if Japan has counties, but that's the, not after the American equivalency. There. That's right. I'm, I'm winded and I'm the wind, which is not It's a bad comb. Do you think that was Godzilla's yeah. fart that blew her away? Or was that a b- blowback from the... Was he gassy man that can, day? Or man was can it dream. Just, yeah, my guy's in the line. He's like, "Does farting make it less cute?" I don't know. Do the math. We got like ten and scientists then, on it. And then the, the nerd with the hair goes, "Godzilla is asexual. It's a queef." Is Godzilla asexual? In a lot of stories, yeah. Does he have a girlfriend I mean, or boyfriend in some? No, but I'm saying is like there in, in I think even in Shin Godzilla that he reproduces asexually, and I know that yeah. in the Emmerich oh, yeah. movies it's a girl. Oh, yeah. yeah. Does it um? Does Godzilla ever have a? A, a gal pal, a monster that it, it fucks with a little bit or, you know, holds hands with, kisses, smooches? No. There's got to be, though, you know. Maybe maybe there's a little bit of a meet-cute with Angiris or something. I don't know. Does Godzilla anyway. ever rub Rod- Rodan down on it? You know what I'm saying? Does he ever take Rodan <laughs> and just smash it down? <laughs> just rubs it across his crotch? Does that ever happen find in those movies? It. You find it. Like, Ghidra, you've got two spare heads. Give me some shit. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a baby Godzilla, so you gotta wonder, man. It, it, you know, maybe Godzilla has a stepdaughter. It's actually, it's actually frustrated. Takes out a town. He's like, "Fuck this! I'm so tired of not getting off." It'd be great if Toho created a call girl dinosaur that would show up from time to time to yeah. satisfy. You know, 
And now, granted, there's this whole subplot in some of the Japanese films about these aliens that are controlling the creatures or modifying, and so maybe, you know, a little Spanish fly gets zipped down to Godzilla's pot, you know? <laughs> his, right. weed, his weed or his... <laughs> his belly pissy. Is he a smoker, Godzilla? He could hit... They should. That should be, like, something they do is just shoot a giant joint in his mouth get him to chill out just for a fucking few minutes you know like snoop god (laughs) please calm down a little bit make him high maybe he'll sit down and just stop you know but he's he constantly is just do we need godzilla to be be fucking paranoid terrifying (laughs) did you just see that girl six counties all right so look what's the millennium falcon of this movie justin (laughs) obviously obviously naruko or what's her name? It's uh yeah, it's Nariko. Nariko getting blown six counties is the Millennium Falcon of this movie. We have 100%. the same we have the same answer. <laughs> we have the same answer. <laughs> no other choice. It's her getting blown off screen into a hospital bed. She... Approximately six counties away. I love the movie did that, that, that she gets blown off the screen to her death and they throw her in a cast in a head bandage at the end. I love it. I love it, it too. so happy. People are hating that. There are people like, I love the movie except for that. Go fuck yourself. Why could, how could they hate it? Go like, fuck it, yourself. People just want to hate everything. Like I was, I was no, ripping the, people. The thing is, well, you saw the Furiosa okay. trailer, right? Yeah, it's lovely. So everybody is like complaining about it. I'm like, what? How? I mean... First of all, George Miller is incredible. Don't doubt him. Plus, it looks like Fury Road. Yep. So, it's a gift that he's seventy-eight. He made another Mad Max movie that's insane. Let's he's at the last happy. record speed in his fucking life, man. But you know, people just—I guess maybe they want to complain. They can't. I think if you can't appreciate yeah. a woman getting blown six counties, <laughs> the, landing in a hospital the, bed. We live in a world where we can't have nice things. We live in a world where everyone has a voice. We live in a world where everybody's opinion is important. Mm-hmm. So this is the side effect of that. So, all right. Lastly, but not least, you're on an island. You'll be trapped there for so many years, gathering debris from films, and now it's time to take something from Godzilla Minus One. It's a toughie for me. Did you find stuff to bring? You have something in mm-hmm. mind? I have a couple of things. I'm kind of narrowing it down. There's, yeah. I, I disagree. I think there's a lot of shit in this thing. You th- have you thought about taking Godzilla proper? It's so big. I know. But he's not big at the beginning. He's just he's still fucking big. He's big, but he's medium sized, you know? We're not he's nerds also, to him at that point, yeah. No. I guess we're like beef jerky sized. Like Tootsie Roll? I you know I would take the nerd, the scientist nerd does a and he he's enacting his plan. He's got like a little little wooden Godzilla that he's made. Oh my god, what a pull. So remember, cute. Remember how cute that thing was? It's so rudimentary. I would take that whole not only would I take the the wooden Godzilla, but I would take the whole like the mint, like the micro plan that he has that he's dunking Godzilla in the cute water, and and uh, I take that whole setup and just play. It's like a little play set, you know. And uh, you know, th- this is his plan to sink Godzilla down to, to the and then bounce him up. With, like, and that's a nice sized little toy. It is. It's not bad. It's made of wood. Yes. I think Godzilla's made of wood in it. You were so Godzilla excited. Godzilla is one hundred percent made of wood. And you were happy, remember? Like I was, you actually yeah, got I did, you get giggly I did in the theater. You loved it, yeah. So I, I didn't mean to take yours if that's what you wanted, but I'm going to take that little setup there and that's great play set. I'll call it. Somebody carved that during a crisis, by the way. <laughs> so 
If you were to walk end to end on my island, it would take you a while. Never happening, but okay. Yep. <laughs> now I don't. I obviously don't have nautical tools, but if I were to guesstimate the distance, okay, it's the equivalent of six counties. Oh, yeah, I hope so. One would hope. What you could be pleased by routinely and regenerating up above the hills, if you catch it at the right time, you'll see a blur. Whew. Go on by. You're taking um, blown Niroki to your island? Right on past. Right on past. Right on past goes Rico. Is and that, you know what I'll try to do is I'll what I'll try to do is time it so I can throw a coconut up so that maybe she can intercept it. But that that is a. That is my northern lights. That is my aerial phenomenon. And she'd get good Maybe. at that, right? If it's repetitive, like she'd get good at that over time. 100% abject terror the entire time. Oh, well, that's, never mind. I don't have the uh, stones to tell her it's going to work out. So she has to just experience that. But I think it's a great way to keep people entertained. Like, um, what was that? And then even from your island, you could spot it. I'm just happy that she always will land safely, I imagine. That's part of this, right? Never lands. Just passes by like Haley's Comet, man. On an endless loop, huh? And she's terrified the whole time? One shoe gone. And plus she's on her island? Not only is this happening, but then she's on your horrific island to boot. She's getting... She can't... She's moving too fast to see, right? It might be my favorite thing I've taken. She's whipping and zipping by, huh? Every once in a while, I will try to intercept her with something. Ass over feet, or... God can bet. Tumbling, tumbling. I just came up with a new term. Tumbling through the air, huh? God can bet. You try to intercept her. What do you mean, catch her? No, no, like hit her with a coconut. You know, slower Prague. Save my name. 